Another episode of Sugar Sports. Let's do it. <laughs> I knew that was gonna happen. That was the best fucking part. What's up? Welcome back to Sugar Sports, your daily dose of sugar and sports. It's gonna be sweet today. I'm JT, my confidant, Brian. In I'm the over house. here. I'm over here, and I'm listening to that intro. And I guess we're sticking with that, huh? Oh yeah. We're sticking with that intro. The uh, the technical difficulty intro will be something that will just get played every time. It's going to be a part of your lives as like you tune it. in weekly every Wednesday to Sugar Sports. So, get used to it. It's the real deal, even though it may not sound like it, but it's who we are. It gives you a little sense of our roots and where we come <laughs> from when we make it big, Brian. <laughs> so, to start off, going forward, every week we're going to do a weekly recap of uh, our locks of the week and our over and unders from our, our previous choices. Um, still calling them locks? Yeah. <laughs> what we're going to call this segment is Let Me Explain. And So I think you should go first this week. Well, why do you say that, Brian? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not good with sound effects, but when I realized... After your two picks happened, this is what came to mind. You ready for this? I'm ready. Tell me about it. I mean, well, <laughs> at least you came prepared. <laughs> well, well, now I'm knocking stuff over, but that's okay. So, yeah, go ahead. It's time for you to explain yourself. All right, well, here's a recap from last week. So, last week, I took the over in the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Oakland Raiders. Uh, I thought this would be an opportunity to the, for the Chargers. What did you to take the Los Angeles Chargers over the Oakland Raiders? Okay, yeah, I thought you meant over. In under. an over, it was an over. But wasn't it your? Was it over? It was an over. Oh, I thought. Why did I think it was another pick? No, it was an over. Fifty-one okay. and a half. Okay. Top right. Oh yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm just trying to make this harder on you. So yeah, go ahead. You know what? Go ahead. <laughs> the show ain't gonna work. <laughs> this is the end. Go ahead. We're gonna call it quits right here, folks. <laughs> so. Anyway, before I was so rudely interrupted, I took the Chargers and Oakland Raiders, uh, 51 and a half. I took the over. I thought the Chargers were going to get a statement game, and I thought the Raiders were also going to do a little something, give a little statement of their, their own. The Chargers came. The Raiders did not. I'm going to say it was the latter, and the statement in this game was that the Raiders still suck with John Gruden. Can't seem to get it together. Put up a measly 10 points in this game. 36 total. 36 total. I, I guess you could say I fell slightly short of the goal here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let's just say the Raiders are probably not going to be carrying any kind of enthusiasm to Vegas with them. Uh, it was 17-3 going into the half. I would look like uh, maybe I had a shot in this one. Uh, then we got into the third quarter. Chargers go up 20-3. <sighs> and David Carr's driving. They're on the one-yard line. And oh, Melvin a flashback? Was there a flashback Melvin there? Melvin Ingram steps in for the interception, took seven points off the board. Was there a flashback? Was there a flashback oh, there? God. Didn't you hear about it? No, what happened? You didn't hear about when? No, I know, Come I know. Come on. I know, you I know. You don't hand the ball I to know. who on the one-yard line? I thought there was only one set of coaches that didn't have <laughs> brains in their head, but I guess they're, they're uh, more prevalent Gruden in the did NFL. say in an interview that it was a passing down, it was first down, but, you know, it's kind of funny. I mean, that that... that 
Marshawn Lynch one yard run is always going to haunt Seahawks fans, and now it's even going to haunt maybe Raider fans. It was a regular season game. Obviously, not as much stuff, but sorry to interrupt, but go ahead. Hey, that's what this show's about. It's, it's a two way street, finish, man. Finish you can jump in anytime you want to jump up. in, buddy. So let's just say the real black hole in the Raiders uh, is was their momentum in this game, uh, which was completely sucked out of them after that David Derek Carr interception. Uh, I would say that that slowed down momentum. The Chargers go on to win this one 26-10, falling well short of 51.5. But if we're going to look at the black and silver linings of this thing, boom, boom, I would say... Need your sound effect. Yeah, I know. Where are you at on I that, don't one, know. Brian? But I would say at least these dismal Raiders are going to be playing my high-powered, high-octane Seattle Seahawks in London this coming Sunday. I'm really hoping that uh, we lay it on thick because I, I think that maybe we reborn after this right. past game against well, the Chargers. Good. You might be happy with my, one of my picks maybe this week. We'll, we'll see. I'm... But Well, let's get to your second, your lock, because we both believe this one was a pretty good lock. So yeah. go ahead and explain I this one. I guess you're on the record for that one. So I did say that. I took Green Bay minus one over the Detroit Lions. I was sitting there thinking, like, wow, minus one. Like, this is a dead giveaway. I thought I was maybe reading it incorrectly. Turns out I was wrong as maybe you were a little bit, but I'm going to go ahead and bear the burden of this one. You're not going to have the kicker bear the burden of this one? Touche. So, Detroit <laughs> ends up winning this game 21 or 31-23 to 23 by 8 points if you do the math. And I'm going to go ahead and place the blame solely on one person's shoulders, and it is not my own, Mason Crosby. The worst day in kicking in over two decades. The guy even changed his cleats at halftime because he was doing so bad. You know what I noticed about him? Is his gray hair. How long has he been kicking? Because when when Aaron Rodgers came over and put his arm around him and kind of rubbed his head, I'm thinking, did Mason Crosby just, like, age 10 years? Like, just like that? Because it seems like, I know he's been kicking there a while. (laughs) But when I saw him over there, I'm thinking, holy shit, this guy's gotten old quick. I mean, you can kick a long time as a kicker. I don't. Did you notice that? Did yeah, you? but you can great early. Yeah, that's too. true, too. I, I shouldn't be, you know, talking about that. But anyway, I just found it interesting when you when you don't really see a lot of kickers with their with their hats off. Yeah. It was interesting. I just thought, man, maybe maybe that maybe that guy. Maybe I thought the gray, it was eight. Maybe the gray came after like the second miss. Oh yeah. <laughs> he got grayer <laughs> on each miss. <laughs> And he just turned into that. He had a full, he was totally brown brown hair before this game. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, could've, if, could've if he wasn't wearing shoulder pads, I would have thought it was Aaron <laughs> Rodgers' dad over oh, there. Oh, that like poor that. kicker. Oh, my God. Missed four field goals, one PAT. And if you do the math, that's 13 points they left off the board. More than enough to win the game. More than enough to cover yeah, the minus one. Doesn't. You can't use that. And on top of that, what about the change in field position? When you're giving the Lions the ball with good field position. I mean, this this completely flip-flopped this game. It should have been a lock. Yeah, it would have been a lock. And Mason Crosby is making me look like an idiot now that we're on air. This is terrible. Uh, he was 10 of 11 coming into the game. And according to ESPN, there are only other five total kickers who have had games similar to this. Really? Yeah. In the history. So... But that, all that being said... At least you're not going to go into it because we've talked too much about kickers already. 
Yeah, don't we? Yeah, no, we're not. We definitely used our allotted time on kickers. Were hey. you gonna? Did you have kicker stats? Listen, I need to defend myself. Did you have myself. kicker stats? No, I not okay, good. Well, there might have been a few in there, but listen, <laughs> I got to be able to defend myself, okay? If I'm gonna be put on the record and put on blast for my uh, my poor performance over the weekend, somebody's okay, gonna buddy. bear the blame. You're gonna, make, you're gonna make up for it. You're gonna make up. It's for it. It's coming this week. I got my locks of the week. You could, we're gonna give a one eight hundred number at the end, so tune in. No, that's a joke. But <laughs> last statement on the Mason Crosby here. The Packers have committed to him for another week in San Francisco, so maybe the guy has an opportunity. You thought they were going to cut him? I didn't think that they would. I mean, it's one bad game, but hey, here's a question. If he has another bad game, do they cut him? I don't think so. They stick with him? I think he's their best kicker that they've had. He's been a legit kicker for plenty of years. I mean, we have seen kickers have days like this, and, and it turns into a bad season, and they can never get it right, so... You hope that doesn't happen with him, but eh, we'll see. We'll see. I guess we will see. That's more t- kicker talk, so. Yeah, more kick. You want to keep on the No, kicker? let's stop with the kicker talk. A lot of bad kickers in there. Okay, so you're 0 for 2. It's okay. You make up for it. Yeah, 1 for, one for 4 on the year, so I got I got some ground to make up, yeah. Ryan. Yeah, yeah pretty, I mean, pretty soon your locks could be just the opposite of your picks. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I've considered it. <laughs> You've considered it, but I don't believe that. I think you're going to come back. So I, I'm giving you some... Uh, even as as bad of a mood as I am in today, I'm I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna get why, into that. Why are you in a bad mood? I'm, I'm in the bad mood because of the Yankees last night, and I'm not gonna get into it. I mean, it. it I just let's not even get into it. Okay, let's go over my picks. You sure you don't want to get into it? I really don't want to get into it. Um, this is a sports show, Brian. It is. We can talk about it later. Let's just talk about my victory. I was one and one. Um, I really thought I was gonna go zero and two watching those games. Then I thought I was going to win them both, so that's it's the it's the it's a slippery slope you you do when you when you're making bets on these games. It, they go every way. Your best bet is not to even to watch the damn games and just look at the score. It's easier. You won't turn into Mason Crosby and get gray in just a matter of time. So anyway, Cincinnati, they were down seventeen nothing, seventeen nothing going into the fourth quarter of this game, and I had to give six and a half with Cincy. I'm thinking unbelievable, you know. Th- Dolphins had nothing going for them. They had offensive linemen hurt. I didn't think there was any chance this could happen. And then Cincinnati turned it on. A couple defensive touchdowns. Um, Dalton gets his 23rd comeback. Who passes Boomer Esiason, which I mentioned last yeah, week. Yeah, Remember yeah, that? Yeah, um, I mean, it was the it was a complete shit show for the Dolphins in the second half. <clears throat> it was terrible. Did the Bengals turn it on or did the Dolphins turn it off? You know, they turned it on. I mean, what I said last week was that offensive line that Tannehill had was shit, and it became evident when you scored two touchdowns with linemen, basically, yeah. knocking the ball out of Tannehill's hands. And one of those was a very lucky bounce. Oh, both of them were. Oh. Hey, you look at both of yeah, them. They both yeah, they both right. had, like, tips, and you didn't wonder where the ball was, and then all of a sudden you know the linemen's running in. So that did... It took three three quarters to get to that point, but they ended up turning it on, and uh, you know they beat them. Yeah, they the beat Bengals, them by ten points. The Bengals are starting to look like a legitimate team at four and one. I mean, they've 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 fought. They've played some good teams in the past years. I mean, they yeah they seem legit. They need uh, they need to not play like they did the first three quarters. That's too, <laughs> that's too shit. But uh, they uh, yeah, so good for them. They came through for me there, and then my Pittsburgh Atlanta pick. I, I came on the show last week and said how I thought the Pittsburgh defense would come through this week, you know, just kind of step it up, and they were healthy, and they did. I mean, they, they, they had basically Atlanta's, you know, 10 points most of the game. So they did what I thought there. They were scoring a little bit more often than I thought, so they were, they were starting to run the score up. I thought I had the pick. 
The final score ended up being 41-17, so I missed it by a half a point. And with three minutes in the game, I turned that game on, watching Matt Ryan at the 10-yard line of Atlanta, thinking, well, you know, there's no way. They're going to they're gonna run this. They're going to try to throw the ball down the field. They're going to waste a bunch of time. They're going to punt in. Pittsburgh's going to get the ball, run out the clock. But then, of course, a turnover happens, and they get a defensive touchdown. I lose by half a point. I guess you consider that a bad beat if you had, that, if you had it going that way. But half a point, that's the way it goes. I go one and one. What are you going to do? You're going to take it to the bank this week, buddy, because you're going to have a big rebound. All right. Well, I'm 3-1 and one on the season, yeah. so I'm still pretty happy with the 75%. But, you know, we all know that 2-0, 0-2 oh, oh can happen real easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can happen. You know, we got we gotta, <laughs> we don't want it to happen, but it could happen. So, all right. So we, we recap that. We're going to get back on track this week. Uh, we want to get the, the whole uh, Sugar Sports crew here. In the black. Yeah. So we're gonna get there, my friend. Don't you worry about it's important. it. Important. So on, on to getting on track here. Let's let's align ourselves with the. Uh, let's talk about the gossip of the week. You got something that you want to talk about in your hometown, huh? I do. Um, you might have to put a clock on me here, but <laughs> I got a lot of things to say. I mean, the Giants and the Odell Eli thing got a little crazy. Odell goes on a show with Josina Anderson of ESPN, and for some reason. Lil Wayne is sitting in the interview. I still haven't figured that out. I guess I guess the connection is uh, they all went to the same high school. Did yeah. You know that? Did you know Eli and Odell went to the same high school? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they went to the same high school. Well, no kidding. Yeah, so they're from the same area, so I think that's the connection. It just kind of was funny that Lil Wayne was sitting there and kind of shaking his head when when Odell's answering questions. But she started <laughs> digging in, started digging in on what's wrong with the Giants, you know, why, why are they holding you back and all this stuff. And, and I let me just go on the record and say I, I do like Odell. And in the past, with receivers like Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, you know, these, these diva-type Des Bryants, they, they bug me when I'm not a fan of their team. So I don't want to be a homer here when I say I like Odell because I've always had that animosity towards those, those diva receivers. Like, mm-hmm. screw that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, screw that guy. Odell does come across that way if you don't really pay attention. I mean, he does some stupid shit. I mean, we've seen him, you know, get engaged to a goddamn field goal net. You know, he's done weird shit on they the sideline. No, I don't think they are. I don't, yeah. think they, I don't think the field goal net said yes. <laughs> I think that's ultimately what happened. <laughs> the field goal net realized how much I'm not getting involved with this guy. So he does some crazy shit. I do, I do believe he's passionate. I do believe the way he talks is different. And But but it, but it's silly. He, he, he's stupid on how he handled this situation. Um, Eli can be the easiest person to be a punching bag, and we've seen that last year when the Giants just ridiculously played Geno Smith over him one week. And, and, and I'm not saying Eli is the best quarterback. He's won two Super Bowls. The guy doesn't care about stats. The guy will throw the ball down the field for a six interception if he needs to. He, he's not worried about that kind of stuff. So when Odell sits there and says, you know, I need the ball, I need the ball, I need, I need to prove for – you know, fuck you, wide receivers. You know, what are you going to do? You think that you can just get the ball all the time? Don't you think defenses, like, plan for this shit? Even in the interview, Odell said, oh, they're playing cover two, so I can't do anything deep. Of course they are. You're a threat. You're one of the best receivers in football. Why wouldn't they scheme for you? I mean, I never can understand that. I did see something that was kind of interesting. Someone asked Joe Montana, what would happen if Jerry Rice would have bitched and complained and wanted the ball all the time? He said, well, John Taylor would have caught a lot more balls. 
<laughs> I love that. Because, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, what are you going to do? If if you're going to... Uh, now, he's talented. Get him the ball as much as you can. Antonio Brown does this shit all the time. I mean, he sits there and bitches every week. He has a bad week, he bitches. And we see it. We see it on the media. But Odell has to understand. These receivers have to understand. The quarterback wants to get it to you. I mean, he he's trying to. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be times when they're going to double you. They're going to play to stop you. The best cornerback on the other team is guarding you. Mm-hmm. Let's not be silly here. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it was that easy, hell yeah. If I knew I could throw the ball to you every single play of the game, I would do it. Mm-hmm. So I find that ridiculous. I find out the fact that he didn't stand up for Eli. He's got, look at Odell's numbers. He's setting records for the start of his career. Who the hell is your quarterback, Odell? It's Eli. He's the one that's been getting you the ball this whole time. So let's not uh, forget that. And it seems like he did forget that. And Eli's a little bit, he's starting to show those signs of losing a little bit. I get it. The offensive line, I still think, is to blame here. I will give Eli some of the blame, but the offensive line definitely isn't there. So you put any goddamn quarterback (laughs) with no offensive line and no blocking, I don't care who you are. What, what do we always see with Tom Brady? Every time I watch the damn Patriots, I see Tom Brady sitting back there making sandwiches and then throwing balls. He's got so much time. You've got to have time. Eli gets time. He will give you the numbers. So, anyway, I could go on for right, this. Yeah, speaking of time. All wow, damn day. Yeah. And I know that it, it could get really bad. <laughs> but I appreciate Odell's game. I love the guy as a Giant fan. I still am an Eli homer. I know that he's probably got a year or two left. I get it. He's done a lot of stuff for the fans, and, and I appreciate I appreciate his professional, how he handles things. Is he a Hall of Famer? I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. and I, and I think he is, but I think he's borderline. I mean, he's won two Super Bowls. He's Look at his numbers. He's, he's up there in the top ten in passing yards. He, he's thrown a lot of interception. Everyone's going to jump on the interception thing, and I get that. But I get back to the fact that Eli is not a check-down cornerback. He's not Alex Smith. He's going to throw that ball. He does not care if he's got five picks. He'll throw for the six. He's not going to check it down and just kind of save the stats. He will go for the big plays. Now, a lot of times I've gotten him in trouble. He's throwing terrible interceptions in the red zone. He's throwing spots where I just yell and scream because I can't stand the fact that he threw that ball. But getting back to your question, I think he gets in. But I, it's it's super close. And he doesn't have the two Super Bowls, obviously. I don't even think it's really that close. The two Super Bowls get him there. And his numbers, I mean, by the end of his career, he's going to be up there. You're going to see his, his name in that top ten on a lot of things. So I think he gets there. Yeah, and not to mention he uh, he kept a couple rings off of Tom Brady's hands. He did. So, I mean, that's, that goes a long way. I'm yeah, it does. So, I, I, one might say I feel indebted to Eli Manning myself. A lot of people do. I mean, the Patriots could have been 18-0 that year. I mean, not a lot of people want to see that shit. No. I know I didn't. Uh, no. <laughs> but anyway, like I said, we could have a whole segment on this. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Or a whole could. show. But yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let my emotions uh, go on this and... Let's talk about something else. What do you What do you got for some rumors? What do you? Well, I was I was speaking. Of, we'll stay in the 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 segment of wide receiver drama. This is a little fun tidbit that I didn't I came across uh, yesterday, actually. So, did you know that Antonio Brown was in the midst of a potential lawsuit? I actually did see the story yesterday. You did. I did. So, apparently, in his Sunny Isles Beach condominium in Florida. He allegedly, allegedly, was throwing furniture from the 14th floor 
and furniture. He, furniture. I immediately think window, of a, a couch. The balcony. Yeah, big heavy <laughs> furniture out the window, out the balcony, almost hitting a man and his 22-month-old child that was with him, a boy, all right? Close enough to the point where they are now seeking damages. Apparently the boy is suffering from sleep deprivation and trauma. There is video of the furniture apparently coming from What kind from of furniture? The Do they have video of like a, a actual like lazy boy or are we talking about let's we're talking say, about let's like just a base? Kill you. <laughs> a from face? that high up pretty much anything can probably kill you, right? So there is video of it coming out of the balcony. There's no video necessarily of him throwing it from the balcony, but apparently when the cops showed up, Antonio Brown was acting aggressively and he seemed agitated. Um, you know, so there, there's there's a, a couple things to, to go along with this. First of all, being just make sure you watch when you walk, uh, when you're walking next I to mean, the where, where is Especially he walking? Where is he walking? Watch out where, if you know where Odell Beckham lives and he's in a condominium, don't walk on the street by Odell Beckham's house because I think he's a loose cannon just like Antonio Brown, okay? I want to know, if I'm, if I'm looking at this from, say, a legal counsel, where the hell are these people walking? Are they on his property? Yeah, on the street, man. You can walk He's right that next close? to the condo. Yeah, I mean, you, that... you go and visit the pool. The pools are right there by the the bottom of the the building. Yeah, I mean it's very possible. I want to know why he was throwing it's... furniture out the. the... Well, maybe that'll window. come out. Who knows? I mean, we we don't know if it's him, right? And it's the kid's speculate. not sleeping now, huh? No, he's not sleeping. Uh, Twenty two uh, months old. He's, yeah. he's ruined for life. Ah, uh, that's. Yeah, here was the thing that. There's got a money me. grab for you, huh? Here's the thing that really got me. Right, if you had to take a stab at how much money that they were asking. If I didn't, no knowledge oh, of the situation. God, they shot it. How much, you, how much do you think they were I'm asking I'm thinking a million. For? A million? I'm going a million to start. A million to start. I'm just, thinking that's what he did. Just to get to the table, right? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Of course. $15,000. That's what he asked for? That's all they're asking for. So he went the other route. He went the route of, now it's not, now it's not, not in the news. So screw you. Yeah, I mean, I. I you I, get 15 grand. If you find a way to get a hold of Antonio Brown and tell him about the story and keep it quiet, but yeah. now that it's in the news, Antonio Brown can't pay anybody. He's got to fight it. I mean, well, come they got to prove that it's him. But you know, you he said might, there was video, right? Might, well, not of him though. Oh uh, well, shit. This guy's. This guy just wants to. Here we go with this shit. With people just wanting to get in the. And he's making this shit up. He's really you got a so? twenty. Of course, no, no, it's real. What? It's real. Uh, the kid. You think it's real? Uh, I'm not. I'm. I might dispute the fact that maybe he's. He's going through sleep deprivation and the kid is really as traumatized as this guy is saying because a couch landed in front of him exploded yeah but like he was scared god though if i was walking with my son down the street and furniture fell near me i would be more mad as a parent i would hell yeah and i and i would go to the i would take this guy to the cleaners if i could prove that it was him so you're gonna prove the fact that you saw so you're gonna prove the fact that you thought it was gonna land on you no, but the fact that you even put my me or my son in, at that kind of risk, mm, hell okay. no. No way. You need to be held responsible for that. I don't care who the hell you are. Assuming it was him. Right. You know, and it, but here's the thing, right? If it was him and you knew that it was him and you really felt that threatened, why the hell would you ask for 15K? If you were going to take him, then take it, you know? Did you ask for an FBI investigation? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, that's <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we won't, we won't go We're going to stay road. neutral on that. We're going to move on. <laughs> So, moving on from the gossip of the week, <laughs> let's let's lead, let you lead the way here. I'm leading the way this yeah, week. Well, yeah. I think that maybe you should go ahead and, and, and take the torch here. Because I am all over the place this week because I, event, I I don't want to start getting into what I had and what I didn't pick, but I was gonna go with the game, and then there's potentially some snow. Um, 
on my my over pick, so I, I stayed away from that. And then I was gonna do it's October Bills and Texans, and now you got the board in Vegas, and some uh, sports books are taking that line off because of uh, Deshaun Watson's chest injury after getting Shovel. just pounded. Both quarterbacks got pounded last week in that Texan Dallas game. If you guys watched that thing late, um, so anyway, uh, minus that, I am going to. Talk about my lock. I'm going lock right off the bat. And actually, it's going to be your Seattle Seahawks versus the Oakland Raiders in London. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I like this game is Seahawks actually didn't look that bad last week. I mean, they, they basically, I mean, I wouldn't say they had that game, but they're, I mean, they're, they were right there, man. I mean, they were right there. If they don't let Gurley run for 800 yards and 45 I touchdowns, I, I mean, he just, God, it looks so easy. But Russell Wilson starts look is looking better over the last few weeks. I really like the way he's looking, um, and I'm just the Raider thing, man. They, they just they're terrible. They lose. They lost Mac, and they have not shown anything on defense. The Jets lit him up last week, wasn't it? The Jets? Wait, is that, am I right no, about that? No, no, the Chargers. The Chargers lit him up last week. Oh, that's right, because that was one of your picks, right? Yep. Okay, yeah. So I mean, these guys are these guys are terrible. I mean, I just don't see it happen. And I know these games in London can be pretty boring, too. But these teams haven't played that much. They've only played two times the last decade. And they used to be rivals. Remember in the old uh, mm-hmm. AFC West, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, so they used to play each other all the time. I know that was a huge thing. And, and it's a return of Marshawn Lynch. You think he's going to want to run against that D. But that D's really not the D that was there when he was running for the Seahawks. So. No. But there's no. got to be. And I don't think, you know, Marshawn Lynch doesn't seem like that guy that gives a shit about stuff like that. You know, there's certain guys that go back to their old team and they, you know, they're like, hey, I'm going to like this team. I kind of like Des Bryant. Remember when Des Bryant, when he got released by the Who's Cowboys? Well, you know, he's a player that's not in the league. But, <laughs> but the first thing he said was when they released him, I want to go to an NFC's team. I want to play for the Reds, Redskins, the Giants, Eagles. I want to I want to get the Cowboys two weeks. Marshawn Lynch is the complete opposite of yeah, that. Yeah, he don't care. He's just like, I'm just a dude out here. He's yeah. probably He probably ended up partying with them in London the day before, the Seahawks. Yeah. Some of the old players. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. So, so I don't. I don't think they're probably any, take the plane back. He's just gonna run and do his thing. So I do not see. I see the Seahawks controlling this game. They're gonna just grind it out. The running game's looking pretty good too. The running Carson looked pretty good last week. Didn't yeah. It? I mean, Ryan Schottenheimer, our offensive coordinator, is really uh, dialing up a game plan that fits Russell Wilson best. It's kind of the the strategy that we used back when we won the Super Bowl. We we pounded the rock and we played defense, so we got half of the equation down at least. Yeah. Um, so. I think that if we if we hit him with a steady run game, then it'll kind of open up the play action, get some big shots downfield, it's similar to what we did at the Rams. You know, the Oakland Raiders are not anything near to what the uh, the Los Angeles Rams exactly. are. Exactly, that was kind of what I was thinking so. too. And they were able to th- put over thirty points up, so I think this is an easy one. I think they grind it out. I don't think it's ever going to be flashy in London, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Throw up another 28, 35 points, though. Yeah. But I think they control the game. They grind out a victory. I think the three points there is pretty easy to lay. Yeah. Yeah, so. I, I like your pick. I didn't want to. Pick the Seahawks. Pick the Seahawks. You will get, uh, you'll make some money. Yep. Minus yeah. three. Maybe. You heard it. There's my lock. I'm going to go over and under. I'm taking the over this week, right? I'm going over. And I was going to go with that damn Rams-Bronco game, but now I'm worried about the snow. So I, I, I ran from that thing. And I'm just going to take that Chiefs and Patriots game. I'm going over 59 points. It's a lot of points. That thing's been moving up. So people liked it when it came out. I think it came out at like 56. It's already up to 59. Yeah. So people like that. So yeah. if the Sharps are all over that, 
I like that, and I'm going to take them. I, I mean, this Chiefs team is crazy. They've already scored 27 points in each of their five victories, and their second highest to- point totals were on the road. So they're playing in New England. That's a good sign. Tom Brady always puts up points in New England um, at home, and they've been scoring. I mean, it, the average of both teams right now, we're scoring 61.6 points. You know, I know that just taking averages across the board is kind of crazy. but That's yeah, fair. But what these guys have been doing, I really like this Mahomes kid. My God. You know what I watched last night was his dad. They showed a segment of him, his dad pitching for the um, Texas Rangers and a couple other teams. And they actually had a little thing with uh, when he was pitching with the, with the um, Rangers. And Alex Rodriguez was uh, on the team at the time. So little Patrick Mahomes was, you know, looking at Alex, you know, hit 50 home runs a year. And Alex said, and I don't know if anyone saw this, but they said that Alex Rodriguez told him, run away from football, get away. There's no career in football. You want to be a baseball player. Do not go to the football side. And then he laughed and said he's glad he didn't he didn't uh, take his recommendation. But his dad was an okay pitcher. But um, how cool is that, man? Being a being a kid of a professional athlete, hanging out with A Rod. He's got a picture of Jeter and A Rod when A Rod went to the Yankees. I mean, how cool is that? I that, mean, man, and he was a good pitcher. Mahomes was a good pitcher. I mean, yeah. he, he he was a prospect, so he had it. But this guy is electric. I I love his game. I didn't know much about him. I I didn't. I don't follow a lot of college football and this guy man and we missed out on seeing a potential unbelievable star in the nfl here yeah well you know for uh, he's a second year player here and i feel like every week we've spoken about patrick mahomes and it's uh you know we, because we have spoken about him every single week and how electric and how off the hook this guy's been balling i mean I just feel like everything that goes up must come down at some point. Like when? Well, he's gonna have a bad week. When is that happening? Right? Is it gonna happen? When is it gonna happen? Is it gonna be this? Well, I don't want to be the one to predict it. And if a guy's still killing it, I'm gonna keep riding the train. Right? I mean, I don't want to be. You don't want to be that that week where it happens in week eight and and you kept trying to predict it for the you know previous three. You know, just ride the train, man. Brady. Pick the over on 59. I think you're going to have an easy uh, time seeing scoring going on in this game. Well, at least it's going to be a very entertaining game if that's the way you feel about it. And if that's the way that Vegas is playing it with that line moving up, yeah. you might you might have some legitimacy to yeah, it. Luckily, saying, if you're able to get that thing at 56, 57 points, man, because you know these points, half a point can make all the difference in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Last week says it all, yeah, Brian. Man. And the week before. The week before, I, I nailed both of my picks by half a point. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about... Yeah, you could be... Yeah, you could be sitting at... You could sit at one and three, and who the hell wants to be one and three? Exactly. Yeah, we don't want that. <laughs> but that's me. That's my picks. I am... Uh, lock those in. Lock them in? Lock them in. Well, I'm going to go with the uh, <clears throat> the under part of this segment first for me. So I was t- I was eyeballing the the Baltimore Ravens and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, it's a 42 in this game. Uh, the Titans are at home. They're looking to bounce back after taking a loss on the road to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are finishing up a three three game road trip here. Uh, this being the third, so both sitting at three and two. Both need a win. Four and two sounds a whole heck of a lot better than 500 at three and three. Uh, what I like about this game from a low-scoring standpoint is both of these teams are in the uh, top five in defense, most defensive categories, and they both have relatively mediocre quarterback play right now. You know, Joe Flacco, he has the big arm. He has the potential to, to get the ball downfield, but that dude just 
God, he looked shaky last week against Cleveland when they took the loss against the Browns, giving the Browns a second of win of the season. I mean, that guy just doesn't look like he's really into it, you know? I mean, they... Never really has, has he? No, you know, and I, and I have a friend of mine, and he, he's a, he's a, an avid Ravens fan, and he hates Joe Flacco, you know? A lot I mean? of Ravens fans hate him. They do, you well, know? they see this new shiny little potential, you know, Ferrari on the sideline over there, and they're they're waiting for the... Yeah, I mean, yeah, but even before that, though, I mean, when you think Lamar about... Lamar Jackson just waiting in the yeah, lanes. Yeah, I mean, right? and the dude, he's been getting his, some of his plays and some types of different types of option plays and everything else, a couple Wildcat uh, plays, but, you know, when Flacco had that run to the Super Bowl and then he beat the Niners to, to win the Super Bowl, they had to pay him a contract because he had, he had such a strong finish, and when they did that, they lost so many key players, so they ended up building the team around Flacco, which in retrospect here looks like it was a mistake. Has he ever really had a really good re- offense? Like, can you think of receivers that he's had? I mean, he had Steve Smith that they're at the end of his career. Well, then that year, I mean, he had Anquan Bolden, he had uh, Torrey Smith. I mean, uh, these guys are okay, they're good, but, I mean, he's never really had, like, an amazing wide receiver. He's... He's kind of like Eli Manning in a lot of ways. It's kind of yeah. funny, you know. Those two guys are real similar in that way, where they're they get they get everyone. Their fans kind of get down on them, you know. They're not flashy. They don't run for first downs. They don't do a lot of things that you know that excite fans. And then when you see this Lamar Jackson on the sideline, which I don't know what Lamar Jackson is going to turn into. I mean, he he may have a forty five percent completion rate by the end of it, but he may run for hundred a game. But I mean, the guy is just not. It's just like driving the, the regular old car to work every day, man. It's boring, but to get you there, yeah. You know, maybe you'll have a good day and miss traffic, and we'll get you a win. That's a really good. <laughs> I mean, good I don't know, man. I just he's he's he's. I can see why I hear the same thing from Ravens fans. Yeah, just this is not flashy. It's just it's boring. It is boring. Yeah. And I think that this game is going to be boring. Yeah. I think it's going to be uh, just a defensive struggle. Some average quarterback play. Mariota is so much better than. I yeah, just, he I, is, but. God, even last week he played terrible. Yeah, and he maybe he's still not right. I know he's been dealing with injuries this year, so. Yeah, 13 completions and one interception. Could this be the week, though? Is yeah. this the week that they go off? Yeah, and that's the conversation we have every <laughs> single week. It's a rise in the fall, right? It's only, so. it's only 41 points, 42 points. 42 points. points. Take, take, take the under, folks. Take Jesus. the under. So, anyway, I'm going to lock you in here, okay? okay. Uh, lock you in real hard here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> So what we're going to do here is I'm going to take the Denver Broncos at home plus seven to the Los Angeles Rams. It's taking the points. I'm going to take the points at Denver. Uh, They're two and three at home. Rams coming back uh, off of, you know, a a very high-powered closest game they played all year against the Seahawks, also on the road in a tough venue in CenturyLink. You know, the Denver game this time of the year, you know, once you get past September, actually forget that. Denver game any time of the year with that altitude just has this 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 vision of a trap game to me. You know, I mean, you go in there and if you're a high-powered, move the ball down the field, play fast, you're going to slow down when you get to the Mile House Stadium there. You know, it just it, you, you can't operate the way you want to when you can't breathe. So... I like Denver here. I think Von Miller kind of steps up. Uh, he, he gets in there, maybe causes a, 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 a game-altering turnover, slows down the, the offense of the Los Angeles Rams. And here's an interesting thing, too. The, the new refreshed version of the Legion of Boom, <laughs> which will never, ever happen again, yeah. for the record. That's... Legion of Boom is dead, never coming back. But 
our defense in Seattle knocked out the number one and the number two wide receivers, yeah. the Los Angeles Rams. Both of them concussed Cooper Cup and Brandon, and Brandon Cooks. Cooks. And they still put up 31? Yeah. Or 33? Not, I mean, 34? Sean what McVay is a genius, right? Not, oh my God. But anyway, listen. That actually killed me. I needed no Cooper salt. Cup. Let's keep the salt out there, buddy. Cooper Cup. Yeah. But so anyway, both of those two, I have, I've yet to hear whether or not they are where they're at in their concussion protocol, but both of them could be out in this game where they're probably going to need the offense. So that tells me if there's also snow, possibly in the forecast, that there's going to be a big emphasis on the run. So if Denver can come in there and they can shut down the run game and slow down this offense, I think that this turns out to a grinded out affair. I'm not going to go on the record to say that Denver is the one to give the Rams their first loss of the season. I still think the they Rams come the out of here. Jets last week. That was the team that lost to the Jets. Who? Denver, right? Isn't it Denver that lost to the Jets last week? Oh, now you're putting me on the spot. I think it was. Yeah, Denver lost to the Jets last week, like 27-10. Yeah, they're 2-3. They're 2-3 they're now, so I, I'm not, again, I'm not going to go on the record and say that they're going to give the Rams their first loss of the year to bring them to 5-1. and one. Do it. Go on the record. Nope. I think the Rams still go 6-0, but I think that Denver covers the 7-point spread. So take it. Denver plus 7. You know, I haven't disagreed with you yet this year, but I totally disagree with you on this one. Perfect. This is, this is, I, just, now, now I think you're crazy. Now we think it's I like, think you're crazy. Tell me why. why do you think I'm crazy? I mean, you just, you just said it. You said the two of the best receivers were out, and these guys still knocked up your legion of, you know, well, they're not the legion of boom, but I mean, they still they're ran the score up. You can't stop Gurley. You can't, it doesn't even matter who he's throwing to at this point. I think they're in a, I think the Rams offense is kind of one of those plug and play kind of deals. And if you have a guy that's a little better than a plug and play receiver, it's just that much better. It's smooth. But you know, the one thing that we lacked as a defense in Seattle is we have a very, very minuscule pass rush. Frank Clark is our only defensive end that can get to the quarterback. Outside of that, you're not ruffling any Rams have got a good offensive line. Yeah, they do. They do. But the Denver's defensive line is definitely stronger than ours. And I and like I said, I, I think that there is an opportunity for a, uh, a game-changing turnover here or at least put a little bit more pressure on Jared Goff where he's not able to sit in the pocket and carve you up in a very you know, drop and hit kind of go. Gurley? Can Gurley's gonna stop run. him? Gurley's going to run. He's going so to get his yards. But you have to, like, you have to play to stop Gurley, don't you? If you're the defense, you say play to stop Gurley, you've got some good players in Denver's defense, and then they just pick you apart offensively in the past. I, I mean, I think they slow him down on the early downs, put him in, in third and long situations, and they let the pass rush get back there. And I think it's strong enough to possibly disrupt Jared Goff. Hey, man. What's your what's your record for the year? You're one and four. You're one and three. One and three. One and three. Hey, the tide's about so to turn. So you have a chance friend. to maybe go one and one this week because that lock is. <laughs> so and I I won lunch. I won lunch. We're gonna you're gonna buy me lunch today because of uh, this last week I took the, your Seahawks. Remember that? Remember that uh, lunch bet I snuck in there? So but for, you actually didn't take the bet. Yeah. So for anybody listening, they can go back and listen to episode two. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you. But I would bet you lunch on this bet. one. You're 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 way off on this one. So okay. maybe this is a legit lunch bet. Your t- your team's not in it. I'll take a lunch bet. Yeah. Let's take a lunch bet. I will take, uh, I will give you seven points in this game. All right. That way I get a legit lunch bet out of you because uh, I think you're wrong on this one, unfortunately, my friend. Well, we're going to have a nice photo for our Instagram once we get it up here. Yeah, and, yeah, before we finish up here, because we've kind of, we finished most of this up. Have we talked about it? I I didn't cut you off at the end, did I? I don't feel like anymore. Because we have a a Twitter handle. Yeah, we sure do. Why don't you tell them about it, Brian? (laughs) Twitter handle. Sugar Sports. Pod C. That's it. That's it. Sugar Sports Pod C. Hopefully at some point we can um, 
start answering questions and people can start tweeting about the show. Um, we're starting to get our show out on multiple platforms on uh, podcasts. Oh, yeah. We should start uh, listing those. Stitcher, I don't really know. Spotify, Google Podcasts. Anchor. Anchor. You'll be able to find us in all your uh, different platforms here. So, so we'll start promoting. We'll start getting it out there. Hopefully we can get some listeners here. I know we're, we're at the infant stages of this thing, and um, but we'd like to get some feedback and maybe some questions. We can answer a question each week from some listeners. And uh, we have an email, too. Sugarsportspodcast at Gmail. Hit us up. Yeah. Let's see it. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week on Wednesday. I'm going to go two for zero. Or, well, not. <laughs> well, two and oh. I'm going to be two and oh. Two Brian's going to be two and oh. We're going to be four and oh. Well, you're going to be one and one this week, unfortunately. Yeah, you're going to be buying me lunch. But. Anyway, see you next week. All right. Later, guys. Bye.